The clouds that had hindered the 8th Air Force heavy bombers just an hour earlier were breaking up now, their remnants pushed eastward toward Germany by the steady prevailing wind. The pilots of Blue Flight had a far better view of the ground and the fleeing Germans than the bombardiers who came before them had experienced. The eager rookie flying Blue Three Lieutenant Bobby Sample could barely contain his excitement at the spectacle unfolding below. "'Look at those krauts!' he blurted into his microphone. "'It's like a traffic jam down there. You won't even have to aim. You're bound to hit something. That briefing officer wasn't kidding when he called it the Triangle of Death.' That name was proving quite appropriate. The triangle was ten square miles, bounded by two towns, Tron and Chambois and Hill 262. Within that three-sided hell, the fleeing Germans seemed bumper to bumper, shoulder to shoulder. Their exodus looked like a river of Feltgrau surging eastward, being decimated by Allied artillery and then slamming against the dam of ever-strengthening American forces and the battered poles still clinging to the hill. "'Knock off the chatter, three. Tommy scolded, and don't get any ideas about shooting them up either. They're the artillery's job, not ours. Stay well clear of the triangle, unless you want to get knocked down by our own guns. Those shells won't care what they hit. We've got other fish to fry anyway. Other fish to fry. Protecting Patton's wide-open right flank, his headlong advance to close the fillet's gap had turned Third Army into a narrow salient over ten miles long, curving north toward the British line still miles away. The left flank of that salient faced the fleeing and panic-stricken former defenders of Normandy. They were still a formidable fighting force, just like any cornered creature, but they were quickly running out of ammunition and hope. The Germans the Third Army faced on their right flank, where Colonel Abrams' 37th Tank Battalion was one of the units holding the line, were a different story entirely. Heavy in armor, well supplied and with room to maneuver, they were determined to slice through the American offensive and allow the breakout of their trapped comrades. Only the fighters of 19th Tactical Air Command were available to cover Patton's right flank. The four P-47s of Tommy Moon's Blue Flight were just a small part of that covering force. The radio was alive with the familiar voices of 301st Fighter Squadron pilots serving as ASOs. Herb Clinchmore was one of them. He would have been flying Blue Four right now had not his loudly expressed lack of empathy for the ground troops singled him out for some on-the-job training. I don't care if he was drunk when he said it. Tommy told himself. He had it coming, and it'll do him good. It sounded like Clinchmore's education was progressing nicely. He was already hard at work directing air support for 5th Infantry Division, guiding jugs from another squadron to attacks on the highway junctions south of Servi. Charlie Webster was on the air, too. The sound of his voice sent a chill down Tommy's spine. "'Where Webster is, so's my brother.' and voices don't lie. When the pitch goes up an octave, they're in one hell of a fight. Roger, halfback, Tommy transmitted. Copy your coordinates. Target concentrated vehicles with armor. Can you mark me a target line?
Negative, negative on the line, Gadget Blue. Things are a little crazy right now. Point marking only, yellow smoke. Come in top to bottom, okay? Top to bottom, attack out of the north. Less chance of hitting the G.I.s to the west that way. With one terse transmission, Tommy organized blue flight for the attack run. Samples, the rookie flying blue three, would stay on his wing. Jimmy Tuttle, in blue two, would lead the other rookie in blue four, Lieutenant Ray Esposito. Tommy and his rookie flew one high orbit over the target area to get oriented. Tuttle led Esposito around a wider orbit to buy time and distance behind Blue Leader's run. But Tommy's view of the melee below was troubling. Every tank and truck, American or German, looked alike from the air.